three, two, one. Light them up. I'm Paul. This is Buck. This is the Paul and Buck Show. Hey, the big bucking deal. Serious. Download the latest app at paulandbuckshow.podbean.com. So we're back. We've got a new episode. This time we've got the son of the NHRA famous Willis Ragsdale. Uh, Willis Ragsdale was, uh, he's an icon here in Texas for drag racing from the 50s up until the 80s. He was an altered roadster from the very beginning. Uh, He ran in, in in some of the some of the classes from the early days uh, his son was there throughout the whole time and I've gotten to meet his son over the years and we always either meet up at the track or we meet up at some show uh, we always have a great time a good time talking about uh, his dad and I think I've met his dad once or twice um, he's up in his age just like the Thunderbolts uh, but uh, this show we're going to talk about Trey uh, Trey Ragsdale yeah, I've heard a lot, a lot about him. He told me a lot about. Yeah, the he's been there the whole the time with his dad. Yeah, yeah, growing up with his dad. So we want to get the spin. We want to get what his his thoughts from drag racing are from yesterday till today. And so here he is. Say your name. Hey guys, Trey Ragsdale. What's going on? Thanks awesome. for having me. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Hey, so <clears throat> so uh, like we ask anybody, how did you get into 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 the world of cars? How did you get into drag racing? What what were you doing in your, your early days, high school? What what were you doing back then? Well, as they say, I was pretty much born into it. So right. um, by the time I was uh, seven or so, I found myself in the garage with my dad pretty much on a nightly basis because uh, it was a nightly thing. And what car did your dad have in back, back then? At that time, he had a altered, uh, it was a, he was in the class B altered, Okay. I was a roadster, um, and uh, so he was, at that time he was probably, uh, I guess he was 10 years into racing. Okay. So, yeah. so wow. for the for those listeners here, the car that you're talking about, that is, that's the one that's got the, um, uh, the big logo from the uh, uh, Snyder Cam? Uh, it did later on. Uh, that was the Snyder cams. <laughs> That's a whole other story. August, <laughs> well, August Hans Harkoff also had it on his '56. Yes, that was a that was a package deal between the two. Okay, that's okay. a whole story. Right? Well, 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 we'll yeah, I definitely that. knew that, there was something. That was around '66, yeah. probably. So okay. yeah, right about the time I'm talking about when I started, okay. you know, getting involved with my dad. All right. Yep. If you'll notice, not much longer after that, those were blanked out. Yeah. So. Okay. Well. Uh, so, so we interviewed the Thunderbolts, and uh, yeah. the show just aired uh, recently because uh, we, we upload every Monday a, live, uh, a, a, a full show goes on. Uh, Olin, uh, the guy that we interviewed, he had mentioned back in, I guess it was in the late 50s, he, he, had, he had raced your dad, and it was printed, it was a printed article. I don't know if it was in Drag News or if it was a local paper, uh, but he had it on there, and... Um, and Olin was a real good drag racer back then, mm-hmm. and so to to race right next to your dad, uh, your dad was already he already had a career in, in drag well, racing no. pretty early on because well, he's cool. also into that's the cool Hall of Fame, right? That. Yes, uh, he was. Uh, 
he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. They thought he had retired, but he was building another car. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a credential to get inducted. If you're like, you're supposed to be retired tonight. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, he his first race was in 1957 in Houston, and uh, uh, it it escalated pretty quick from there. Uh, he. He won his class in uh, Detroit in 1959, uh, set a national record at that race as well. Uh, and then two years later at the U.S. Nationals in, at Indy, uh, won, won the Eliminator. And I've seen that's the photo you see him with his hands up. You know, just, yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I've seen a lot of his photos, and um, I, I, I don't remember if it was even Facebook. I just remember seeing, you know, Ragsdale. And it, it's it's not a very common last name, uh, but when I saw it, <clears throat> I said, you know what? I think I'm going to ask this guy if he's got any relation with <laughs> with the guy in those photos. And sure enough, you responded, "That's my dad." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I said, "What?" I said, "We got to talk." And uh, yeah. and it wasn't much longer that I ran into uh, another uh, deal where they wanted to set up photos uh, for the F1 track that they were building in Austin, mm -hmm. and I had some photos from your dad and uh well not directly from your dad of your dad and um we had some history on it i mean we knew that's when they had done the uh the hall of fame division four mm -hmm. here in texas mm -hmm. and so um that was a big thing and so some of these photos from the, the local austin racers went up and little by little i don't know if he ever made it to the restaurant uh it did close down eventually but I noticed that some of those key early on key players from Austin went up there because they were surprised to see their photos up there. And I know I had mm -hmm. put one of your dads up there. And um, which restaurant was this? It was a it was just a little uh, fish and chips restaurant okay. that was right there by the F1 track when they were building it. It got a lot of coverage early on, and uh, it made it into the Sunday paper. They went out there, they interviewed uh, a, a few of us, and you know it's a long ways from here. Right. But I would, every now and then, I'd get the phone call from the owner. He goes, hey, man, you need to get up here, man. This guy just showed up. I don't know. He looks ancient, but he's, like, pointing at his car. And so by the time I'd get there, you know, they already ate and they were gone. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah it did happen a few times. And uh, your dad was just always mentioned in, in these stories. So Yeah, I mean, he was uh, born and raised here in Austin. Yeah. Uh, so he did know a lot of people here. They all went to Austin before High School. He, yeah. He, right. Yeah, he and... Uh, he and August uh, were classmates at Austin High. Yeah, these the guys were responsible for uh, getting, I guess, the early drag strips here set, uh, and a one drag strip, a place, a safe place to race. I, I believe yeah. that's what they were always doing. Because I found a lot of newspaper articles saying that they were campaigning, and yeah. you know they were doing this all sorts of stuff. That's I mean, this is lost info. Uh, nobody's connected, uh, you know, with that. Right. But if yeah. it wasn't for them. There would have been no Austin Raceway Park in the 60s. There probably uh, organized racing probably wouldn't have happened here in the central area. Right. And it would have just been a whole lost deal. California is very documented, but not so much in, in the central Texas. Uh, and your dad was a big, he, was, he played a big part in. in, in yeah, he was, he was very proud of where he was from. And when he, when he went out of state, he took it. Personally, he he rep, he was representing Texas. Wow. You know? Yeah, he was. Wow. So he, uh, you know, first winter nationals he went to in '65. Uh, the guy that held the national record at that time in his class 
was from California. So right. he was going to his home turf, yeah. and he beat this guy yeah. on his home track yeah. and set the record himself doing it. That's yeah. bragging right. So <laughs> yes. that's, uh, you know, when you do that, yeah. then you, you represented your state. And so. that's what he did. That's Every time I would look up something or find something, I'm like, man, this guy's just there. He, boom, he's there. I mean, yeah. there's, there, there were like other names, but your dad's name has always been one guy for somebody to say, look, here's Willis Ragsdale, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, I, or I raced him, you know, and, yeah. uh, and that's what it's always been. So I always wanted to know what it was like to be in your, in, in your shoes mm -hmm. right there, right next to him. It was, um, e even at a young age, I realized how lucky I was yeah. and took advantage of that. And just, I wanted, I even quit sports when I got into high school, I quit sports and I loved sports. Yeah. I loved baseball. I was, I was a pretty good baseball yeah. player. But I knew that I had to pick one or the other, and yeah, so. Wow. But yeah, it it I learned so much, and I still I still have a lot of that stuff yeah. in my memory, and can still do right. those things. You right. Know? I learned how to work on 426 Hemi's through and through, wow. small block Chevy, small block Ford, you know, the whole thing. And I learned how to overhaul a. Uh, Liberty Clutch's Trans transmission. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I sure you got, yeah, you got a lot of knowledge growing yeah. up and just all that stuff was, in that time, it was unique. Yeah. I mean, a, yeah. a, a 426 Hemi. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't your standard so, package. So I did. I felt, I felt lucky and, um, you know, I, I was a lot like my dad. I didn't like to talk about it a lot or brag about it to the public or, mm -hmm. you know, people at school. They would, I wouldn't talk about it, but they'd ask me about it, and I'd just say, "Yeah, that's my dad." You know. Did you um, like most 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 dads who race today? Um, you know, they'll have a son that's that's growing up along with them, and then all of a sudden, you see the son now is kind of moving along with the dad, and they have their own car. Did you have your own car with him back then? Did you race no. something in another class? Never did. <clears throat> never uh, built a car or something. I, I never even had a a hot car at all. I mean, my, I had. Dorky cars growing up. <laughs> What's a dorky car to you? Come on. Well, I'll tell you, my first car was yeah. a 59 VW Beetle. Oh, there we go. Well, okay. At least it was All 30, 36 horsepower. Up <laughs> 45 miles an hour. Or yeah, 35. Yeah. How fast was it? Uh, it? It might go 60 with a tailwind downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you never did. I no, uh, I, I don't know. I just... Uh, I was more into the racing part, so I didn't really, you know, I wasn't a street guy. I'd, I'd go hang out with some of my friends, would hang yeah. out with some of the street guys, and I'd just stand in the background. I didn't talk about no. racing much. You but know, you didn't go to the, one of the street races or? I saw maybe two or three my entire youth, and wow. it's only because I happened to be with guys. That were already in the sport. That were they were getting ready to go watch one. I said, hey, come okay. on, you know, and so I, I went, but, you know, it, it was just a totally different thing to me. So I guess yeah. for you already, you're, you're just being yeah. around your dad in the, at You've the You've been exposed to it, and you're like, I see this every weekend, or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just, uh, it's yeah. apples and oranges, you know. Right. We're, we're sitting here beating ourselves to death, you know, 20 to 30 hours a week, Saturday, trying Sunday, to yeah. pick up two hundredths of a second, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, you know yeah. It, it, it literally was that way. Yeah. So you, just, were, you were crew chief, crew mechanic. I was, uh, from the time team. I was literally 13 or 14, I was the crew chief. Wow. Yep. That's Man. a serious problem. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Dad and, and son. I mean, I'd, 
I, I don't tell anybody, but <laughs> when I was 14, you know, I was hauling the car and trailer on I-10 <laughs> to Louisiana <laughs> while my dad slept hey, because yeah. he'd been up all night working yeah. on the car. So there you go, <laughs> that, Tom. Yeah. That, yeah, hey, man, that's, that, I, yeah. That, that, that may have been a common thing, yeah. but like I said, you, you go back and I, I, I just think about the perspective, like when you see Did you ever movie, do that? But man, I started driving when I was twelve. So, anyway, so, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but anyway, so like I, it puts me back when you think about uh, the movie Shirley Downey, Harley yeah, Will, right? Yeah. And yeah. you know that, that you put that in that perspective in that time. Yeah. You know, you either struggling or you, you got big money, but yeah. you're you're trying to make a race or trying yeah. to make ends meet, and yeah. you're just doing what you can. So you got that toolbox in the back of yeah, the truck. Yeah, you got camper. The, what's going on? What? what oh, um, well. There's things I can't say here. To the best of your knowledge. There were many trips. <laughs> there you go, yeah. yeah. The, the tow truck I remember the most was our 69 Ford pickup. Yeah. 390. Because and that was a hauling son of a gun. Yeah. Yeah, it got 10 miles a gallon, whether it was floored with a load or empty. You know? <laughs> and this, is, and this is a single cab? Or? Single cab. So I would, I would literally lay in the bed of the truck on the way to the track mm -hmm. to get some sleep and I'd have a you know 120 pound floor jack over here <laughs> toolbox over here spare transmission up here and you just hope when they hit the brakes it didn't well that's the way it was and I, I, yeah. I mean I, that's good great to sharing it because it gives everybody the perspective yeah, yeah today yeah. everybody is spoiled uh, yeah. today we all have to have the enclosed trailer right uh, if it's an open trailer, it's it's, it's going to be a one-time thing. You're going to come right back. Uh, <laughs> but nobody yeah. nobody really ever sits down to think about how serious of a of a team you it was to be. to be back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it, and believe me, I, I had to fight my dad. You know, later in his career, <laughs> uh, finally talked him into getting an enclosed trailer. I guess when I was about twenty. Uh, so, so about what time frame? What yeah, years? What, what time frame? Around, I was, actually, I was about twenty-one. It's about eighty-one. Is when when he when we finished building his last car. Wow! And so uh, most of your childhood life, pretty much, yeah, was just two, single cab, truck. two two wheel open trailer. Yes. Imagine going down thirty-five, well, and you see this race car. Well, yeah. If you think about it, let's think about it. Speed limit was probably fifty-five. Yeah. <clears throat> But granted, there's probably still some media stuff. But yeah, it's just a matter of, like you see something going down the street. But I mean, you see, it, it, if you don't, if you think about it, just how you're driving in the center state now, people flying by. Yeah, it yeah. might have been like that back then because you're hauling, you got a load. Yeah. And you, yep. you know, so. Well, you remember I can only imagine. You remember I 35 in the 80s. We're little kids. Yeah. It wasn't as complicated. No, as it was it is nothing. Today. It was nothing like yeah. this. I mean, it's still the yeah. same road, like between here and Dallas. It's still yeah. that same. It hasn't changed. But I think much. back then it may have been two or three. Now it's four or five, whatever it is now. Yeah, yeah. But, but but yeah, to your point, it, it, you're driving. You're, yeah. you're trying to make a race. You hadn't sleep. You're tired. You're cranky. Yeah. You're pissed. You know, whatever. Hungry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that, that's well, the struggle. That's what the real thing uh, about. There's so many. The, one of the ones that sticks out the most is when I was about seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. We were going to a, a, a points race in Louisiana. Or no, we were actually going to the Cajun Nationals. Cajun Nationals, yeah. Um, and it was the middle of the night, of course. We had to thrash, yeah. and we, were, and so it was uh, Friday night, and I'm I'm driving. Dad's sleeping in the back. 
and uh, I brought a buddy with me this time to help us. Yeah. And we're uh, almost to Vider. I don't know if you know where Vider is. East Texas, yeah. Yep, that's yeah. uh, close to Orange, right in there. Yeah. Not not far from the border. Okay. It's like one o'clock in the morning. And that's back roads. That's like really it's like true back yeah. roads. We did take the back roads one time. Yeah, Vider. But I'm on I-10. I'm rigs. going about yeah. 70, and I and I hear this. I feel this thump. Oh. And I hear, and then all of a sudden I look in the mirror and I see glowing red and sparks, and the wow. trailer uh, spindle, oh, had, oh, shit. The, the bearing, oh, the bearing had locked up. Yeah, and so the spindle melted off, and here comes the tire, <laughs> and the and the glowing spindle next to us. <laughs> and I, I'm not, I'm not lying. <laughs> glowing spindle. It, it took the, it took the uh, shoulder past us. Yeah. Hugged. Took the exit. <laughs> Went up into a gas station, that, an all-night gas station, yeah, and hit the back of a car. Guy standing there filling his car up with gas, and it hit the back bumper. Somehow oh, it shit. missed him. Oh, wow! Damn. Did it ignite the car? No, no, he got no, lucky. That's, that's <clears> and the guy yeah. was cool about it. He was uh, from Florida, traveling, yeah. and he, it was a rental car. He yeah. said, "Don't worry about it. I'll, it's I'll, not mine." Yeah. Oh. But anyway, we were up all night. Damn. We literally we took the car off the trailer, yeah. the race car off the trailer. Yeah drug the trailer and the race car into town yeah and we camped out at a closed down gas station while my dad went and found a welder to fix that trailer wow middle of the night we rolled into we rolled into uh, baton rouge yeah. at daylight Damn, dad, that, that dad, was a long night right? dad drove without sleep drove his race car without sleeping Damn. yeah that's yeah. serious business man yeah. i'm telling you these, know, these yeah. are the stories yeah. people do no, not that's like what movies are like. You think right. that's like <laughs> you could have made them. Yeah. This this is a movie right here. Uh, that same race, we uh, dropped a valve, uh, first round of elim eliminations. Um, oh, man, we were running titanium valves by then. What kind of motor was this? <clears throat> this was Boss Three Hundred Two. Okay, but we you know we'd launch it at eleven eleven five and shift at ninety five. Their titanium valves right back then. Yeah. this is. So anyway, that wasn't like no cheap part back then, by the no, way. No. Yeah. No. So we, we drop a valve, we bring it in. Got thrash. We yank the head off. There's chunks of valve just shoved into the top of the piston. We bring the piston to the top, literally chisel the chunks out of the piston. Wow. Okay. Take a file and sandpaper and smooth the piston off best yeah. we can. The valves in the head were all bent and, you know, so we knocked those out of the head. Yeah. The exhaust is. The exhaust uh, seats all chewed up. Oh, it ain't yeah. got a seat, seat yeah, but we yeah. took a valve and just pounded it into the seat. Totally, yeah, to to make the seat. <laughs> and I said, Dad, what, you know, that ain't, what about compression? And he yeah, said, yeah. it'll make compression when I spin it fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets up in there in the burnout, and it literally yeah. sounds like a freight train. You can hear that valve like, yeah. oh, God. wow. <laughs> it, it dropped 12 hundredths from the run before. That, Twelve hundreds only. Yeah, that that that's practically a dead cylinder. So that's pretty damn. Is that not amazing? That's pretty that's damn good. Wow. Yeah, you would drop yeah. a whole lot more than that yeah. if it was because yeah. you yeah. said. No, I was thinking it was going to slow down a quarter of a second. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Hey, that's <laughs> pound that seat and it's in the seat. Obviously, <laughs> did you get did you get the, the texture around yeah. that seat and vibe Obviously, out? Your dad's be been around this before. He yeah. knew. No, he was, he was driven. He just yeah. he he was going to make that next round, and you know yeah. whatever it took. 
How how many that's um <clears throat> that's crazy. How many varieties of motors did he run? He wasn't uh, never stuck to one no. manufacturer. What? He had he had basically four phases of his career. First part was small block Chevy, mm-hmm. then the Hemi, then he went back to the small block Chevy, and then he finished his career with a small block Ford. And small th- block Ford. that's because he's just content Whatever, with the whatever small would block? fit the class that he uh, wanted to run the okay. best. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned it before the interview. You said everybody goes with with, with what works. Right. And if, it, right. if that was worked with the class, because I'm sure your class ratio, yeah. they got weight requirements and cubic inch, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason he went to the Ford is while we were building a new car, NHRA decided to yeah. quote unquote make our class an Econo class, the one we were running in. Yeah. Uh, so they. Before that, it was basically a, like a pro stalker, but in a yeah. roadster. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they you talking about the the red one, the red yeah. roadster. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but so what they did is they said heads be stock heads, no porting, uh, single four, single seven fifty CFM carburetor. Wow. Instead of two fours. Damn, that's not gonna do nothing. So Anything. so yeah. immediately, Dad said, "Okay, well, stock heads. I'm going with Cleveland." Cleveland style head because yeah. that's hands down the best. Yeah, that's why I went to a Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, within a year he had he had that small block Ford set the new record. <laughs> they, Every that's, all, that's with steel valves too. So yeah. we were we were turning we were turning that one with steel valves over nine thousand. Uh, then they decided, okay, you can run titanium valves now. And they kept changing the rules, yeah. and they finally said, "Okay, you can run aftermarket heads now." And it went from you know. They're trying to restrict yeah, you yeah, guys. Yeah. It, it's yeah, funny because so the industry is still doing that crap. Oh yeah, no, they, they play. Yeah. They, like, they play like the game. Every you know, race is like change the rules. Yeah. So anyway. so anyway, you just have to kind of roll with what's there, and you know, use you, you try to use what is going to make you the fastest in what class you're in. So. And uh, and what type of uh, transmission was he running back? During that that period right there, uh, clutchless. Clutchless. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's running. We started out with a four-speed in the early '80s, and then in around '83 or '84, we moved to a five-speed Liberty. They were all Liberty. Oh, that's yep. why. Okay, so yep. there, yeah, there's a there's a yep. point where when I'm eating, you're like, hey, I've got these old T-shirts, and it was all Liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, different years throughout the year. Yeah. Now he knew Joe Liberty from way back before he even made the clutchless. Uh, wow. Possibly. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Oh, pause. <laughs> okay. We're back. That never happened. Of course, yeah. That, yeah anyway. That dude. Is he a motorcycle or now the alarm? Well, the motorcycle guy comes about about 9.30. Anyway, so we're, we're, we're back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so Liberty Transmissions, that was mm-hmm. that was preferred, or that's what you guys ran. Yeah. Uh, your, your engine combination, do you know what your dad really preferred? I mean, as far as small block Chevy, Hemi, or, or that Cleveland? He really didn't care. It just, yeah. Is, his goal was to make the more, most horsepower per cubic inch for whatever class he was in. So, you know, that whatever that small working. block Ford, when he retired, we were making uh, about a uh, little over two per inch out of that single 750. That was still the- it was a 311 making 630. Wow. God. What was the fastest ET that, that particular combination went? Uh, he held the record when he retired at 877-153. Motor. Yeah, yeah that, that two, two per cubic inch per, per pound, right? What, that's the ratio of what you made per horsepower per cubic inch. Right. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this should tell people even today, 
uh, go stock up on some Cleveland heads because <laughs> these guys were making some serious power with those heads. And so, well, you know, know 40 years ago, man. you know, the LS is basically designed around it. it really yeah, is. I know the fire Except orders. for it doesn't have the canned architecture. Yeah. So, so there's still the, the Cleveland architecture is still unsurpassed. It is for you know, naturally aspirated. You know what? You know what kind of made me think about that is when I when I the mains on the LS motors mm -hmm. it's like the 390 the, the mm -hmm. old, the old uh, you know what do they call yeah. those the uh, well there's FE, I mean and, and FE, the, L, the LS is a is a well, nice F package because they took the best of several engines yeah. and tried to put it all yeah, together yeah. Yeah. if you look at a firing order a firing order that's like an early Ford firing order though is it? Mm -hmm. yeah um, anyway yeah people say it's got an LS firing order I'm like I learned from another guy Glenn <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that's it's kind of a Ford. Yeah. Anyway, I hate to say it because yeah, I'm a Chevy yeah. guy. But. We, we got Ford. Josh, you have a Ford engine. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. But, no, like, you so know, man, coming, that, coming from a guy that, who's, that's, who's that's, See, that's all, like, this is all information. This is great info, man. It's like, it's good, man. Yeah. I, and people don't see what what you guys were doing back then. They're, 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 saying they're yeah, doing kinda, it now. I kind of laugh when I hear, especially street guys. I don't yeah. mean street racers. I mean, right. like, yeah, street just, guys talking about, you know, the technology this technology that and i laugh because yeah we're doing that's that's the stuff we were doing 40 years ago yeah right yeah the, the yeah. reason you had the reason you can mail order it now is because of what we <laughs> because, did yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the stuff y'all broke yeah. I, I find that true I, that, yeah. that's 100 true yeah um so if upon your memory what was like the best experience or what was the best track you ever been to let's say you know, indy hands down and of course yeah yeah indy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you, you've been to the West Coast. You've been to Pomona. And I have not. No. Okay. That's one of the few uh, circuits I did not, okay. I never got to make for whatever reason. Uh, my dad went to of course, yeah. uh, International California and, several times. Yeah. But um, no, uh, I went to Gator National several times, uh, Indy four or five times. Indy handed down to get track down. Yeah. yeah. I've never been. What's I've, the surface like at Indy? Well, that's because we always I, we talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty much like. 60, full prep, the whole thing? What, how did, it's how pretty much it? like most tracks. Yeah. The first, uh, I don't know, 100 like, feet or like so. like most tracks always have a transition. Always have, yeah, you know. Yeah, but that transition is yeah. smooth, you yeah. know, because that's the key is just that it's smooth. Not, right. You don't yeah. have a big dip or a hump or whatever. Right. Uh, the, the track at um, uh, the Gator Nationals track, is uh, is a nice track as well. Yeah. Um, there's there's several good tracks out there. Yeah. yeah. Ennis was a very good track, except it just had a very narrow groove, and um, that's that's what gave a lot of guys problems. And eventually, my dad. That's what that's what ended his career. Right. But um, it it and it had some crosswinds, kind of weird yeah, crosswinds no, there as well. Unique. I've heard that. I mean, yeah. we we've all gone, but yeah, you know. Ennis was at that time in 86, 87 when it opened. That was like the first concrete, all 100, all concrete yep. track. Mm -hmm. But I, I've had to heard that too about the groove. And I yep. guess you can see it. Maybe it's gotten better. I don't know. But yeah, once you get past the grandstands, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. and, and, and yeah, there's a crosswind because that track runs, it doesn't run north to south. It runs kind of like. It's kind of a diagonal. Uh, yep. Southwest to northeast, yeah, it's something weird. And wow. it's out, it's out in farmland, so yeah. there's nothing it's to break open. the wind. It's open, yeah. yeah. So I wonder if they even considered that when they were building that thing, you know? Uh, Billy Meyer, I don't know. He had, I don't know. Did, have you ever had? Did you guys ever run Billy? Cause I, I know our Billy. Billy ran like top. No, he ran, ran funny car. Funny car. Yeah, yeah, he always yeah. ran funny car. Yeah. So. 
Uh, um, but no, we we talked to him a few times, and it, and that was a you know that was sort of a breakthrough track. That was sort of the first super track, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was so people running. He kind of set record. the you know set the bar there. Um, yep. So. Yeah, uh, that track was one of the. It was fast. They broke like records like yeah. the first couple of years. We were at the very first race they had there, um, and then you know we ran a couple more after that. What was yeah. Dad running there? What times? Or whatever. Same about that eight seventies one one fifty two one fifty three. That's amazing right with the yeah. with the standard. Basically, small style. by Ford to Windsor. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ford. So they <laughs> got it, you know. Well, I'm impressed about the RPM. I was like, yeah. yeah. Was the rotating assembly? Was it light? Was it aluminum? We we didn't even have um, shaft rockers till about eighty five. <laughs> wow, it was, man. It was stud stud mount. Man, so uh, yeah, we, what kind of block with these? What high kind of maintenance. We we we. Yeah. We'd probably change at least three valve springs every run. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's high uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're spinning up that tight, yeah. yeah. Something's going to weaken. <laughs> yeah. Especially those springs, man, hitting that RPM. Yeah. Well, uh, what kind of block was this? Was this a, uh, was this a production block, an early 302 Boss block? 302. A real legit. Right? Boss 302. Wow. Yep. How long could They're you They're strong. Yeah, really? I mean, the thing with blocks is they don't, they will hold up to a lot more than you think if your tune is right. When mm. You start when you yeah. start getting into pre-ignition. Yeah, that's that's even, where you tear stuff up. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, overfueling even you, you can be rings yep. out. Yep. leaning you can lift them. But those Boss three hundred two blocks were very strong too. They were very uh, compact and strong. Can you still get them through the Ford Motorsport catalog? I wonder if you can still. Uh, I think they do make a version. They do make a yeah. I don't know. It's, it's to me it's one of those deals if you're gonna if you're gonna spend that much you might as well buy a you know like a dart you know yeah, something yeah, that's yeah. made strictly for racing yeah yeah that's the evolution of like aftermarket parts when when you start looking at what you can pay for x mm -hmm. you can you know it, it makes a lot of sense it's just a matter of what you're willing to spend yeah. and what you which what, what kind of horsepower range you're looking to plan yeah. to put right. down right. and whatnot yeah so. the whole deal with the guys in the 90s with the you know holding on to the 5.0 motor the true 5.0 before that 4.6 came out uh, it was always known even it was always it brought up it got brought up to my attention when i ended up with the little mustang uh, you really gonna put that thing's really gonna go into the tanks you're gonna crack that block you know it was immediately and 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 so what most guys would do back then is immediately just go to the um, the dark block, dark block aftermarket right, block right and then they really go deep right uh, but that was like those known those standard blocks. 302 blocks were pretty weak especially yeah. right in the middle that they yeah. were known yeah. to split yeah. so <laughs> that yeah. you definitely had to be careful with uh you know with pre-ignition on that but uh, but you, but you guys. So there you go. So if you want something good, go, yeah, that, go get a that, boss that's, block. That's the boss block. Yeah, I'm assuming you can find them, or it'd be right. out the market. But yeah, no, we got a lot of runs out of that little thing. You know, the I mean, the valve train was the of course, that's was the limit. You know, and typical maintenance, yeah. right? God, if we, I just I sit there and look at the stuff yeah. that's available now. And if, yeah. if we had the valve springs that they have now, and the, you yeah, know, the, yeah, what. Well, even the clutches, like the, we were still, we were still learning clutches then. It was very, really hard to get the adjustment right on those clutches. You know, it was either too severe or it slipped. It slipped too much, just, yeah. You know, now they're just so much better. Yeah, yeah. Well, just to give you, just to give you an idea how much they have improved in our class since 87. Yeah. We held the record at eight, eight, eight seventy. 
872, something like that. Mm-hmm. Now it is a second faster. So just one second over 40, <laughs> almost 35 that's years. That's a huge amount. That is. That's neat. But when you think about like these teams that are doing that and how much money they have compared to ratio, the money yeah. you guys were putting in back then, when you start putting a dollar, like you said it <laughs> earlier, somebody was, somebody was saying yesterday about yeah. excessive funds or deep pockets or something like yeah. that. That's what it takes now. But yeah. Yeah. but you guys are doing it's just. I, I find it funny sometimes too. People say, "Oh man, I, I need to gain a second. I'm like, okay, you can do it either. If you can do it by motor, that's going to be a second, like ten grand. Or you can take off weight. You take off weight, you're still going to yeah. get yeah. though. You better have a lot, lot of time, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of time, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. That's impressive if you think about yeah. it. Only a second difference from what you guys are running. It's big. I, it, to me, it's impressive that they improved that much, wow. honestly. Because, because that, that, that you think, are the rules still the same? Yep, or are they, okay, yep, they are pretty much yep. like, there's no just, folding uh, or nothing? Well, the one thing they did, one thing that they did lack, uh, ease up on, uh, that I always hated when CFM. we ran was the, was the, aerodynamics they would not let us put any kind of spoiler on our car and, oh, and it wow. it got really light on the top end the, the back end yeah, yeah. it was just a big curve so it's like a wing yeah wow and, um, so that so other than that everything else is pretty much the same body yeah. just body yeah. modification yeah well that is even more impressive because yeah whatever you guys ran or whatever was done the car, the car he's talking about to put it in, a, in, a, in detail yeah it's like a 27, 28 Rose. Model T that 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 uh, fiberglass drag roaster you right. can order. Yeah, that's the one that, okay. that he's talking about. It's that one right there. So I got you. The guy sitting in the middle. Except we didn't order. I built it. Except oh, <laughs> <Is that right>? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't ever want to touch fiberglass again. Oh. <laughs> you actually had to build. Well, part it's, of it, most it's of it? for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ha- I had to put the individual pieces together. Right. Yeah. And now I think you can buy it as a unit. Yeah. So no, I I, I channeled the the fenders and blended them in and all that stuff. And wow. we made the. The running boards we made out of a sheet of aluminum. Wow. You know, using a, yep, and uh, the canopies wow. all handmade out of aluminum. Well, so, I know definitely you're going to have pictures up, of course, when we. He's got a lot of photos. Yeah, um, I mean, how do they, how do people that want to look at this stuff or they just want to know who you are, uh, they just find out your name, Trey Ragsdale, on Facebook. Is that what they Yeah, that's, they, that's they have probably, an Instagram account where you I do not. not I'm, I'm Nobody's terrible. jumped onto the Instagram account. <laughs> That's I always a, tell people, okay. if you get an Instagram account, you don't have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> you just upload a photo and maybe three, four words, and that's all Instagram is. And so, right. um, I, you know, every time I have a friend or somebody, he's like, what is that? Should I get on it? I'm like, well, are you selling stuff? Do you have, I said, more than likely, this is where you're going to make, you know, all your connections. And so, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's easy. It's a lot less complicated. Yeah, I just hadn't taken the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge social media guy. Right. Well, I I'm sure, like said, we 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 got some pictures. <laughs> so we can, we'll, probably, we can we'll put some on our before sure. the episode airs. But yeah, but so let, let's let's jump forward now. When 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 everything kind of slowed down, mm-hmm. and where did life take you after that? I mean, did you are you still involved? Uh, race. I know your 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 dad mm-hmm. may retired of course uh, I guess when he got inducted he was yeah. still building the car right how, how has all that progressed since then now well, well, um, well what caused it to slow down because there's a point we got to return back to uh, okay, towards that, the end of it so let him explain that and then we'll yeah go yeah well I'm, I'm that. Go to so, that, yeah. so what was the end of it towards 
his real retirement. Well, this was the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, in eighty-seven, he, he we were at a national meeting and uh, at Ennis, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. he had a bad wreck, and that's what ended his career. I got you. Wow. It um, got got out of the groove a little bit. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, it shot over to the other side and hit the wall. This and isn't one of his shifting going through the So game. that's another story. So uh -huh. literally, this was literally like the second or third race that mm -hmm. we ran with a power glide. We switched to another class. Yeah. The, or we switched over to power glide because it gave us a 250 pound weight break. Weight break. Mm -hmm. And we, we thought it was an advantage and he never did like that combination. It just didn't, it, he didn't like the way it felt. It didn't, he could just handle the standard much better. He, he was yeah. used to it because he yep, ran yep. that for the longest. Yeah. But anyway, the car, uh, you know, the car slammed into the wall on the other side and it was pretty bad. It was, uh, you know, it, they had to, they had to uh, cut the uh, roll cage with the jaws alive to get them out. And, uh, yeah, they had to life flight him into Dallas, and he was there for a week. Have you think they've made uh, adjustments to the rules as far as the safety cages since those days? Probably. They altered a little I bit? believe they have. I believe they've yeah. done better. And um, I mean, honestly, you know, he his car did a great job of. You know, it, it wasn't a car. It was just a bad. It was, yeah. It was just work, a bad right? collision. You know, those those concrete walls do not give. Yeah, no, just no. look at Dale Earnhardt. That didn't look very bad, did it? Right. No, no but yeah. it's the, yeah. it, the shakeup. Yeah. yeah. Internally, that you're you're gonna hit your internal wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, a photographer sent me pictures of the sequential mm -hmm. of the wreck, and you can see his helmet. You know, hit hit the hitting the uh, front cage and it cracked his helmet uh, he had uh, three ribs sticking out his back oh, from the from the seat belt just yeah pushing oh, his, yeah. Right. so yeah it was <laughs> it was Ooh. it was it and was an he, impact but he recovered he did and it took him you know several months and he was you know and he was at that time he was in his late 50 I think he was 57 or 58 and he wanted to come back but my mom said no that's yeah, it. That's it. You, that's yeah. a lot. So, um, I was, uh, I had just been married for about three years, mm -hmm. and we were we were uh, trying to have kids, and, yeah. and so it just kind of naturally, I kind of naturally drifted yeah. away from racing. I tried to keep up some, but yeah. you know, just yeah, by reading course. and talking to guys and stuff. But I guess a wreck like that, man, it kind of well, it puts a little traumatization yeah. as to whether you want to jump in the seat of a What's car the perspective knowing. Oh, that yeah. part didn't bother me really but um, you know it's like we were talking about earlier it's you have to kind of it's 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 almost impossible especially nowadays but even back then it's almost impossible to have a family uh, mm -hmm. and spend time quality time with them and race because you're gone out of town yeah. almost yeah. every other so you know I, I just drifted toward decision, yeah. yeah yeah but you know it's always it's always going to be in my blood. I've always loved it. I always try to keep up. I still love pro stock. Still my favorite category. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah, it's something about those high revving engines, right? Yeah, just <laughs> to me, I just really appreciate those guys because they they get so much. You know, kind of like how we did. They get yeah. so much out of what they have there. You know, and that's yeah. they're they're it's all naturally aspirated. You know, and. Um, well, the other thing too that I appreciate about Pro Stock, I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, right. you, you go and you look, 
their team is like three or four guys. Yeah. Like when you look at a pro team, like right. fifteen guys around, and it's just guys checking valves, checking clutch, you know, doing general yeah. maintenance. That's yeah. it. And yeah. And then uh, I give a good example of Warren Johnson. You know, I always, you know, always kind of, kind of dug him because he was his own engine builder. He did everything. He was yep. genius. He, he he crew chief. You know, son yeah. came along, but Kurt. But anyway, so that. Yeah, that. Oh, he and, and, he and Glidden guys. and Jim yeah, Glidden, those yeah, guys, yeah, that, they were all, you know, pioneers. Yeah. And they, they were all self-driven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Like I said, and you made a good point because, like I said, that it's about the love. If you, if you, if you really want to do it, yes, but yeah. you, you got to make, you got to, there's got to be a balance. And that yeah. is the balance. No, and there's, uh, there's no doubt in my mind yeah. if I had decided to do it, I'd have been good at it because yeah. it's, it is in my blood. And what kind of class it, do you think you'd go into? Would you go into a full car class? I'd, car I'd, get, I'd, I'd run comp. Okay. You know, comp. It, yeah. it'd be, you know, I'd have to get some money somewhere. But, <laughs> yeah. Here's some sponsors but, again. And I, <laughs> I, and I wouldn't be married. <laughs> yeah. You know, here you go again. There's a guy that said it once. He goes, in this life, either you stay single and you do this as a career, yeah. or you say... Yeah. I have to step out and then you do what's personal for your own enjoyment because uh, yeah. it's this is a full-time uh it's a full-time thing you, you just there's no yeah. other time for anything else no you're than, literally literally married to it so. yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that's i of course if i could find a ride i would i would run pro stock you know that'd be my ultimate <laughs> dream so that would like the like bob glidden yeah but those yeah, guys yeah. you know they're nowadays those guys are you know, even the budget teams probably have a eight hundred thousand million dollar a year yeah. budget. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are the those are the low end guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Like one the the most. Uh, I guess the stuff that most people like to watch today is is. Uh, well, I don't know what the what the word is, but it, it's pro mod where you've got the turbo versus the blowers, and and. I kind of wouldn't whenever I get a chance to see it if it ever catches TV or whatever that's what I always want to see because mm -hmm. that's where I'm like man this is a, that's the most competitive I'm kind of tired already of seeing the, the funny cars the long dragster yeah. it's been the same thing since yeah. the 80s uh, I mean they're getting quicker right but all I see is how much was that run and you you you, you know you can look it up and you know it's costing this team a lot of money and if they don't have big sponsors I don't know how, how you can even keep those funny yep. cars running because it's literally every run. I don't remember what the dollar sign is, but uh, it's, it's yeah. Um, oh yeah, they're crazy. It's like crazy. 50, 30, 30, 30, 40 grand a yeah. pass or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's nuts. So, so that brings up a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your thought on the state of racing today? Like, what, what any trade? What do you like to see? What do you what, what do you think? What do you enjoy? I, we we know you like pro stock. That's yeah. something you would like to do. You know, if you had an opportunity. But what's what do you think the state of racing is now, and do you see it moving forward or backwards? Uh, it's a, uh, it's it's another one of those things. It just yeah. depends on how you look at it and what right. you're. You know, to me, to to each his own. You know, right. everyone has right. their. I don't personally get into the nitro classes that much but i know a lot of people do and right. that's their thing and um, i do feel like that nhra has gotten away from the roots uh, that they don't have the fan base they used to for that reason um, but 
They're also, I also see, I understand that they have to chase the money and the money yeah. is where the TV coverage is and the yeah. TV coverage says, these are the cars we want to cover. Yeah. Right. You know, they have to alter. That's it comes down to. because these cars have brand X, brand Y, brand Z yeah. that we can show on TV yeah. and they're going to help pay for our bill. You they know, are. so yeah. I get, you know, that's how it works. Um, the, I, I don't, again, to each his own, but I don't care for the uh, uh, what is the street race yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you think about the organizational skills on on it's, it's huge money that they win but what do you think what do you think they could do better as far as the organization what personally one thing I, that I don't like is what they're doing is something that they have completely forgotten about and that is the reason why nobody stands on the side of a drag race the whole eighth mile watching cars race there's a reason why it, it stopped a long time ago and your dad was doing this back then but there's a reason why and he could probably tell you you know well there's a reason why these guys don't stand there and, and you know here's here's a few and then there's another thing that these guys do that used to happen back back in the 50s early 60s and that's where everybody piles up behind the bumper of these two cars that are going to go down the line. And there's also a reason why NHRA doesn't allow you to do that. But these guys on the lower level, they're doing it all over. It's like the, the, the clock is starting all over again. And if there's accidents, they're happening again. But can they be avoided? Because it happened already once under under the early days of, of like your dad's career and all that stuff. Clutch is coming what, far or something. What do you think? You know, what do you think about that? I can't believe that it has gotten this far. Honestly, and yeah. it drives me crazy. I can't yeah. stand. I don't. To me, there's no reason to ever have more than two or three people per car up there. Yeah. And the rest of the people need to be off to the side. And yeah. I, I can't believe that they are allowing themselves to face that kind of liability, the, right. the facilities. Safety, yeah. 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 And so. it's got nothing to do with the type of racing they're doing. It's just how you let spectators just kind of hang around loose. Right. You know? And it, I'm really shocked that more bad things haven't happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or maybe you. we're just, like they used to say it back in the magazines, uh, let's just play it down. Let's not put coverage on yeah. those yeah. things. Because if you actually, you, you can go Google, there's some bad wrecks that that they just never put in the magazines right, but right. they're coming out they're surfacing and you're starting to see these wrecks like uh you know i, I, I don't even want to talk about one that i was just told about recently and the reason why dallas international the drag strip why it shut down mm -hmm. there was some real nasty stuff that had happened at that track within those first couple of years aside from the the downfall of it but mm -hmm. some of these some of the major things that went on uh or two or three was actually accidents that that happened there yeah and um and some of that awful. is just from the fact that um you know it's still sort of early stage of drag yeah. racing and they have not they had not figured out how to make cars as safe as they are now yeah. um yeah. you know it just kind of goes with time but it's almost like it's almost like we haven't learned, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, yeah it kind of rolled into a generation. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, and I'm kind of torn about the whole, you know, most of these tracks have gone to uh, concrete walls. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I get why, because they're great at containing oh, yeah. stuff, but they're also terrible 
at injuring people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The guardrails had cushion, yeah. you know, and but there are there have been some terrible guardrail stories too. You oh, know? Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a trade off. I I would like to see like they have in NASCAR. I'd like to see. Uh, safer barriers. The cushion. Yes. Yeah. That'd be a little. That's. Yeah. I mean, you would think that. Why hasn't that even rolled in? Right. Because I mean, NASCAR they're doing well over two hundred or close right. to it, and then they they absorb at least that, at the, that shock at energy. Bigger, better tracks yeah. at NHRA. You would yeah. think they would they do would that. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good point. But because I, it, you know, I, as far as where racing is going, what I'd like, I'd like to see it get back more to local tracks having big races. That's going to attract crowds with big payout yeah yeah and that's 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 what nhra was doing in the 60s and 70s yeah and that's what they're doing to promote yeah and i guess too that they were kind of promoting like when they, they were trying to get the streeters off the off the track right there. or yeah that was the whole yeah, thing that was the whole purpose yeah, right get them off because they were doing well i mean yeah. there's two things that were well, happening back then. yeah uh but we, you are on topic but yeah. the other thing that they were doing is uh back then they didn't really know what a drag race was uh these cars had just been constructed it was it was kind of like um, uh, the age of, of 18, 19 year olds today. They're building these weird cars and and they don't know they what call them jalopies back then. Well, <laughs> they call them jalopies back then. Today, yeah. there's another word for them. But uh, you know, my, the, the the one thing that's always on on these these topics and they may sound repetitive after a while. But the reason why I always ask guys that have been into that 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 did a, a career of drag mm -hmm. racing. The, the the generation today that will keep drag racing forever because even even our time of, of no prep and, and prep track all this is big but when you go there there clearly is now a gap of the age of the people that are doing it versus the early right. uh the, the the people today the teenagers today the yep. teenagers today they're getting busted left and right because they're building cars and then they're going out to these invasions that they call and they're just doing stupid donuts yeah, and they're walking around with their iPhones in front of them and they're getting hit and bounced off the fenders left and yeah. right and it's becoming a problem that that's yep. because back in the day uh, in the 1950s what, what was happening and you can see it in some of these movies they actually used them as documentaries the, the the group here in the 50s said hey look if you guys are gonna be a car club let's go to the Zilker Park we're gonna do a house meeting uh, this is documented in the newspaper and, and we're going to show a safety uh, a safety film and uh, and then there was a safety film from California where all these drag racers in California were actually trying to get people off the street yep. and it's basically because they were doing uh, chicken games on the streets uh -huh. uh, they were racing in neighborhoods and people would get ran over just because they were walking their dog or their kids yep. yeah. uh, they weren't really drag racing Right. like you would think they drag race so anyway so yep. that was one thing that they were combating back then and I think that right now as we are talking there is some 18 19 17 year old saying man I can't wait to go this weekend to this hangout uh, and and show off the car and then when they get there oh man the cops ran us off or yeah somebody got ran ran over or somebody got yeah, hit right. you can look it up right now on on TikTok. Yeah, you can you look know. up a lot of that crazy. And I've seen a few videos. It's, getting yeah. a, it's starting yeah, to come up, yeah, and yeah. why can't you get these guys drag racing? Why isn't uh, I don't know the you know. I don't I guess there's too many things. There's too many choices now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For people to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, back in the day, yeah. Yeah. To go drag racing yeah. was a 
really exciting thing. Yeah. It was, you know, it was unique. But now there's so many things that you can do. I guess it's just not appealing. I don't know. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I just think there's not enough coverage on on a local level. Like you won't, you're not seeing it put on YouTube. You're seeing more of. Uh, look how I'm gonna mess up this car and you get a yeah. bunch of viewers wow the dude you know can't believe it and but you're not getting any of the cool coverage anymore uh, mm-hmm. of, of build a car and take it to a track and race your buddy and right. come home right. that's not happening anymore you know so it's kind of splitting away so that's why um, you know I always ask the question what do you what do you think man what do you think people yeah, should do? what I do don't... you think tracks should do today they're not catering to these young no. Yeah, I, I, they're, not, they're not, and it's like you made a good point. Like the the well, other than unfortunately, Street Outlaws, they they're doing their thing and they're they're trying to make big the crowds. They, they yeah. got a crowd that they started yeah. coming along, but I'm not a fan of it. I've been yeah. well noted on previous episodes. Yeah, but so but like <laughs> there's, in, a, in there's NHRA, a divide, and, and yeah, yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about in, it. In yeah. like I said, you, yeah. you, you, they they kind of lost the spectators, and you know they they need to make a change if they. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to, for it to be successful. I mean, if, they, they, if you think about it, you can't find NHRA on Sunday on regular TV. No, you, and, you can't. And they, what they do show is is stuff that the average person will never have a chance at doing. Right. Whether the average person, like your son, is right. not. He can't go jump in a funny car. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. Josh. Josh is eighteen years old. Well, like, yeah, yeah and that's a, yeah, you're right. Cause like I said, they show that. Yeah. but they, they got other right. they're, they're the other classes so they used to yeah, back in the, I don't know mm-hmm. how old are you uh, yeah. I'm about 25 <laughs> okay. yeah. 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 now I'm, I'm I'm entering my uh, I'm, in, I'm in my getting close to 50 okay yeah. well you may remember Diamond P Sports they they yeah. covered drag racing yeah. back Diamond in P. the yeah, 80s yeah, 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 yeah. they did a good um, job of covering all the categories uh, and that's what people like your son yeah. needs to see is that yeah, hey, I, I can do that. That's yeah. something I can do. Well, that was yeah. the thing. That's the thing that I was yeah. asking. He, Josh, what he does here with us is he just makes sure that um, uh, while we're talking, you know, we could he could make sure that the computers, the video, and all that stuff is good, and then he evaluates yeah. the thing after we yeah. leave. What do you think? Uh, but one thing that he's learning uh, is that none of his friends do this. Right. Not even underground street right. prep racing no I believe it no, it's, there's it's, maybe two or three guys that he can say they're doing it because their dad did mm-hmm. it you know that's just, which is probably like my age mm-hmm. uh, or 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 you know somebody that they know in their family that that did this in the 90s you know right but aside from anybody else coming out of the tech shop which that's how your dad met these guys mm-hmm. um, most of these guys are not into going in a straight line um, more than anything, they're just fixing up a car and hitting up a whole different level of, yeah. you know, it could be a danger zone because if you get into one of these, you know, these shows that, that seem like, oh, it's a great place to go show off. And now somebody, you just watch somebody get bumped, you know, yeah. by, a, by a turn, you know, spin out, yeah. Yeah. you know, because they were trying to film, you know, and didn't realize that the camera is going to put you in the middle of that car doing a burnout. You know, it's happening everywhere, and the more and more you get it, I mean, they already kind of, uh, I think they outlawed where the cops uh, broke one up here in Austin, because, you know, what do they call them, Josh? Invasions or some kind? Takeovers. 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 They just show up. Go to the intersection, whatever they do. Yeah, back in the the day, it used to be takeover for drag racing in the middle of the night somewhere, but it was serious racing. Nowadays, it's a takeover to go do some burnouts. 
Can you do that? I mean, it's just. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah. I've seen a few yeah. videos of what you're talking about, and I'm surprised we haven't seen people get killed from yeah. this because it's much. dangerous. I've I mean, seen it's some crazy. tires run over yeah. from waist to chest across. Yeah. It's like, whoa, man. How did he live? Right. <laughs> and it goes viral, and you're like, yeah, eh, yeah. No, but besides the viral, man, that was just insane. That, that was crazy. That couldn't have felt good. <laughs> it couldn't have felt good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that person fare after they yeah. went home? What do you tell mom and dad? I just got ran over. I was yeah. taking the hospital and something. Uh, but anyway, so... Um, yeah, it's definitely different times, but yeah. uh, I just kind of ask, and, and me and Buck ask ourselves, what are these local drag strips? Like, we have a drag strip, it's, it's not very local, but it's close enough. Um, it's close you know, enough. How can, do we get these guys to go? Well, so, do you know? it's, uh, do you I mean, think, I, I'll give you an example yeah. of what I was talking about, yeah. local. So, in, in the 70s, especially yeah. into the early 80s, mm -hmm. we had what were called modified meets, and the local tracks... Uh, like East Tex, Houston, uh, La Plaza in Louisiana. Yeah. There were there were six or eight tracks in the Texas Louisiana area that yeah. would have modified meets, and they would combine modified eliminator and competition yeah. eliminator, and it's a big deal. I mean that, yeah. and the payout was good. I mean, it, it, they were usually five hundred dollars. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, <laughs> but that was a lot of money then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and. Um, Usually it'd be a Sunday at one track. I mean, a Saturday at one track, Sunday at another. Damn. And if you managed to pull off both, you got a bonus. Wow. So so you you win five hundred, five hundred. You get a five hundred bonus if you won. And that was a big payout back then. Yes. And, uh, yes. So it's like it was it, like a circuit it, in a way, but within. I mean, the you local. talk about who's who <laughs> show up at the. These races were literally harder than national meets a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. I wow. mean, I'm talking all the big guys were there. Lee Shepard, that's when he ran modified. Oh, wow. Um, all those guys. Others. Yes. Was uh, there's Pete Smith, um, uh, Dick Maris. I know you don't know these names. But no, they popped up. I, I kind of remember the yeah, name. Uh, what was the name of the Corvette? The Corvette you, you had me redesign the shirt because it was so wore out. Oh, that's that's uh, Earl Muscarelli, Wop oh. Shop. Wop Shop. Uh -huh. um, yeah, there were a bunch, bunch of top name. A lot of those guys went on most of the pro stock guys mm -hmm. came from modified and comp yeah they yeah did. yeah um larry morgan mm -hmm. uh, all those guys yeah um, they, they all ran at those meets i'm talking about is that right yeah wow. they even uh, showed up uh, you know there, somebody posted some photos they were at little river back in those times running running right there mm -hmm. at the track david nickens is another one uh, nickens, just yeah. uh there i can't right now i can't think there's yeah. a ton of there's names probably a ton of them, right? yeah yeah, on a local level, uh, yesterday's recording, they mentioned a car that's running around there today. It's called, you know, what, what they call it, Rat One or One Rat? Uh, one Rat. That, that was one of those cars back then, because uh, there's a video I saw, uh, somebody was posting. So this is a car from the 70s, one. This I is think. a car of 70s, or, no, this is 80s, about 80s. 80s, okay. But when you look at it, uh, it looks, you know, it looks like a Camaro, but yeah. it's a serious car because they're trying to run, or, or they're running better, like that Rear Morton and those guys. Uh, their motors are just... You know these are some big, big, big blocks. They've got the old uh, Kreger um, uh, Super Tricks, yeah. and but you can tell that you know that that they've been these cars have been set up to do that type of level of of, right. of drag race. So these guys, you never saw them on the street, but when they went to the track, and you, you see you know uh, those guys that you just mentioned, and then you've got mm -hmm. the locals. 
these cars were just as nasty as those and so yeah. that one car we just right just that one yeah by uh yeah, yeah it, it just popped up like we just started mm -hmm. just, like there was a the guy said like oh yeah right one like oh wow that car been yeah. out for a long time so anyway uh, so did, did you guys ever go run a little river? I mean, I played, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a picture from way back, like '63 there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then several from the late '60s. But uh, the last time my dad ever ran there was in '71. He was running a Hemi, yeah, and yeah. he couldn't stop. <laughs> he didn't go to you know, the we'd, we'd, you know, we ran pounds per cubic inch, so. Right. At that time, we did not have a de-stroked Hemi yet, so it was the full 426. 426. So wow. the car literally weighed close to 3,000 pounds, and he was going 140 miles an hour at that track. Oh, yeah, with two yeah, that's brakes. pretty heavy. <laughs> <about my life. laughs> yeah. So he shoved that Hemi right up under the guardrail down on the end where it curved. Yeah. Wow. And he said, "I'm not ever running here again." Oh wow. It, yeah. So did they have? Did they have like like a? Well, I wouldn't say national event, but did they have like 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 was it like a big meet for like? Or uh, class, it was just like, just hey, I'm they, gonna go out. They had a few modified meets yeah. in the day. Uh, Dad had several match races there. Mm. I've got some articles, you know, of him having match races there. They, yeah. they, they would, they always paid Dad to come run okay. there. You know, they yeah, paid yeah. tow money and yeah, yeah, know, yeah. just to show up because yeah. they knew he was a crowd pleaser. Yeah, because the original that, owners were great people. I can't remember their names. Uh, but. The, I think the Tomaszeks. I think it was Tom, yeah, yeah, it was Tom, a name like the that. The that that yeah. had owned it. The dad owned it. The son took over. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, they they had owned it for a long time. Yeah. Really good you know, people. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I understood that you know that you know they they would probably get guys like your your father and like you know Gene Snow and, and, mm -hmm. and Big Daddy. Yeah. And some other you know guys do like exhibition or something yeah. like a grudge whatever we mm -hmm. called it back then. So so. Um, that's interesting to know because like I said there, there's there's probably there's probably articles out there I don't know if there is. I've seen them, but yeah, unless you know yeah. what you're looking at, yeah, it's going to be another be photo. That's why I, I I like bringing guys on, yeah, and, and asking them, yeah, that way yeah. Uh, the next time I see a photo, I'm like, that's that's what he was talking about. You mm -hmm. know, that's mm -hmm. um, you know, if it wasn't for you, uh, nobody or or if you're listening, you're fortunate enough to to yeah. to, to get this in your ear. And the next time you go to Little River or something, you'll say, wow, this makes a lot of sense now. Because yep. uh, if you go in order of our shows, yep. uh, they're, they're, it kind of paints a picture, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it goes back yeah. to our, uh, well, I guess to maybe one of our first or second episodes. I mean, yeah, even, we just talked about what we were going to do. It, we it, said, hey, yeah. man, we'd like to bring I have some great memories yeah. as a yeah. kid there. Yeah. I mean, uh, under those trees, yeah. knee high, uh, soda <laughs> waters. And, uh, yeah. That crosswalk, the crossover, you mentioned the, the crosswalk, crossover, the yeah. trees. Yeah. That that was that yeah. was a discussion that talked on some other. So yeah, yeah. so that yeah. that track that track is, uh, I mean, it, it's it's a it's, it's got a lot of history. Even as a kid, I laughed at the fact that they tried to run funny cars there because I thought <laughs> there is no way. First of all, it's super narrow. Yeah. Second of all, it's super short, and I'd stand up on that crosswalk and watch them, and they, they would literally they just, they'd pull their, they'd drive through the chute the last. You know, hundred feet. Okay. You know how many times I've heard people say I drove with the shoots on before. Yeah. yeah. No, they pull a shoot way early and they drive through it. Yeah, you know, I yeah. bet they do. Like I that, that track is fun. It's you know, yeah. basically, to everybody you know that's old Highway ninety five. Yeah. Basically, uh, so it has a and, and the other thing too that mm -hmm. that that track's got a crown in it. It's like a highway, so it's got yep. a crown in it. Yep. So that's the other tricky part. So. <laughs> wow. But uh, but yeah, a lot of good history. We a lot of good stories, and I I appreciate you saying that because. It goes on to the, 
to the theme, if you will, mm -hmm. Central Texas itself. Um, so um, it, 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 it's definitely a, a good thing to hear, and uh, uh, I, I think everybody's going to appreciate it. So. Oh yeah, you know one the one thing that I want to ask is you you were a small uh, crew, you you're yeah. very good at. Um, at carburetor so were you the carburetor guy or were you learning off of somebody who was doing the carburetor no i actually learned carburetors after i was done racing with dad uh, i mean i knew him generally from okay. working on the race car mm -hmm. uh, but i i just uh took it as a uh uh just a personal quest you know to yeah. to learn them really through and through about 15 years ago okay. and uh, got uh, you know invested in a, a, a data logger and an O2 and okay. learned how to use those things and tuning them because they those things uh, help you know streamline yeah. the process but yeah, um, yeah uh, it's it's a passion of mine yeah. and yeah and it's a lost art because you're one guy yeah. that supported me when I said I like 1050 dominators on the street, you know. Yeah. You can't do that with those things, you know. And and when you heard it or something, you immediately said, "Oh yeah," and you welcomed the the. the, the I mean, idea. I've had I've had one of mine for five six years now. And what size keep the do you have on your car? Four thirty eight. It's a four thirty eight. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, I was thinking you had a little through it too. But I, I mean, I drive it all around. <laughs> uh, yeah. It burns clean. I get, you know, on the highway, I get 14, 15 miles a gallon. Tell, tell people what kind, what kind of car you've got. Yeah, let's you, talk you, about you go to some shows things you got on the side. Yeah. yeah. What, this is this is your, your, your personal uh, Yeah, it's just my fun car. car. Mm -hmm. I finally got a fun car when I was 50 <laughs> yeah. years old. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about it. What kind of car, year, make, model? Um, uh, it's, a, a it's a 1970 Mach 1 Mustang. Uh, it's, it's, it's nothing super special. It came with a small block Windsor. Um, this is the third engine I've had in it since I've had it. Uh, I still have the original block from it that I'm actually building a spare engine for right now. I'll try to have a spare. You run it on drag radials? <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah, he's a drag radial it's, uh, car. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun car. It's not a race car, but it, 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 it gets out of its own way. Have you ran, have you ran quarter mile with that car? Mm -hmm. What's what's your best time on that thing? Uh, 1092. 1092 street car. Stay with street car. There yeah. you go, guys. Is it pump gas? Yep. Nice. See, this is the thing when you when you get with a professional man, they they make it sound so easy. You I know, know, man. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> it's, it's not it's yeah, not it's that fast. fast, but it. You know, no, it's but it's fun. No, it's fun. Like it's, said, it's, it's very. And the other thing, you get 14 miles a gallon. It's a, and it's a real Ford motor. It's very yeah. docile and streetable, yeah. so it's not. It's got a real tight yeah. converter. I see you at car shows. You know, when when it's the big car shows, and I, I see you there all the time. You know, I always see you driving. Yeah, I don't, hadn't hadn't gotten out much lately, but I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to go to the uh, nostalgia.
was a good run. It was a good, solid. Yeah. Normally, it's a low eleven car. Yeah, you know, but, it's, but it's, this car, this car does not look like a drag car. It looks more no, like it's a. Not. Uh, uh, one of those uh, like, a, like a true street car no no it looks like one of those old um, what do you call it track cars back in the day like the Edelbrock uh, smoky unit uh, oh yeah road, yeah road course, road course. Yeah, course. yeah he's it, got that stance it's lowered it is kind of like a road course yeah. 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 Okay. yeah it looks yeah so to pull, to pull those times and, and to have that stance uh, it's really really cool that's fun I like to get it out two or three times a year and you've got a, a stock interior in it with the mm-hmm. seats and all Yep. Wow. What kind of transmission is in there? C6. Just oh, nice. They go clunky. That thing. <laughs> that thing soaks us about a hundred horsepower. <laughs> you ever think about but, putting a four? But you know what I like it? about it? Right. It's bulletproof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's even better. It's, it's not fun pulling that thing out. Yeah. But do you ever consider putting a four-speed or some oh, five-speed? Yeah. Oh or yeah. I'd love to have a fun pedal in it. Yeah. <laughs> fun did, pedal. It was I no just. Uh, no, nah, I hate. I. I would have done it a long time ago. I just don't want to butcher up a. You know, Good a solid car, a car like yeah. that that's original. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'd, I'd love to have a five or six speed in it. Yeah, nah, man. That'd It'd be a second quicker. <laughs> it probably would. Bang, yeah, bang, yeah. Bang. So, what would you get if it was a five speed? What, what, uh, what kind of like a Liberty, or what would you go with the Jericho? Sure, make some kind. I'd, of no, I'd get a, you know, I'd get, a, I wouldn't get a clutchless type. I'd get a regular, you know, street it's type, conventional. Yeah, something that could take the torque, you know, and be yeah. reliable. Just, nice. But, yeah. Do you have any projects? You got any other cars that, that you play with? Uh, so you no, just... um, my dad's car. You know, I yeah, help him with that? it. Where's that car? Yeah, well, what, your that? dad has a car, like his old car, or no? He, you've seen his coupe, right? That he built. It's I wasn't a, aware. If I'm seeing it, I didn't oh, know he, it was he his. He spent ten years building a thirty-six-three one to coupe. Really, it's nice. a beautiful car. Really, what color? Blue. Blue. So is it is it like a stock like a no it's a street rod really yeah. really no you need to see it it's uh it's is it gonna take it to, you guys gonna it's, take it it's as fast as my car whoa Ray <laughs> we gotta go see that man. so uh, is this yeah. you can take it to vintage drags and hang no, out no he no? he yeah, yeah he wouldn't put that car on the track because it's yeah. just too nice. interesting. Will you let you drive it? Will you let you drive it? probably ah, yeah. okay. that'd be nice no, you need to see it though it's yeah. a, what's the power plant in that guy it's a four twenty seven cleaver. So he had some leftover race heads that were still in the still in the box. Is that him. right? Yeah, <laughs> got to utilize them. Can't let them just sit there. He ported those and put them on a uh, Windsor block, nice. a uh, Ford Racing Windsor block. Yeah. Wow. So what kind of intake is that? Go, go on. It's a Roush intake. Yeah, that I figured you can't it's get anymore. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. a unique one. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Wow. So yeah. we're gonna have to get some. If you don't have them, we need to get some photos or go check it out. Like I said, that's something yeah. we need to preview because that's, yeah. that's yeah. some good stuff. That's a sweet car. <laughs> it's, and he, he has the same um, drivetrain combination I do. It's a C6 with a gear vendor overdrive drive behind it. There you go, Thomas. Man, everybody has a gear vendor. I guess that's the only way to go. I mean, if you yeah. want to have a good street reliable car with 14 miles a gallon, <laughs> well, you got to have that overdrive. Either that or get the, you know, the late model the, overdrive, the overdrive training. Yeah, yeah, like a, yeah. I just I've or had this for w twenty years, yeah. so yeah. Really, if yeah. I were starting over, I'd probably just go with a late model overdrive. Yeah. There was a guy a long time ago. He um, he was told that one of these cheap, by the way. one of these old school yeah. guys. He says, "You know what those are, right?" 
because Bald- Baldwin Motion used to put them in there mm-hmm. as cars. Yep. He goes, you know all that is? It's just an overdrive out of an Audi. And he's like, what? So they just dashed on two hills. Well, he went, so he went yeah. to the junkyard and brought back one. And he goes, hey, I got one of those. Yeah. He goes, I'm just going to get somebody to machine the adapter to go behind the, the Turbo 400. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all yeah, it is. And you just get the button over. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it, I'm like, so are you going to do it? And unfortunately, I moved. I never got to uh, see it. But yeah. they were so cheap. They were doing it back then. Right? Well, he found them at the junkyard. He knew what he was looking for. And he didn't pay but two, three hundred bucks for it. Yep. And he says, you know, this thing, you know, they told him they would handle horse fire. Like, you know, it was yep. okay at 600 horsepower. I'm like, wow. And now Gear Vendors makes their yeah. own. But for the longest, right. they were selling uh, custom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really just a... Uh, uh, it's basically like a one-speed Lenko. Yeah, just yeah. no gear back there that just gets uh, activated. Yeah, and it they are very tough. I think they're rated at eleven or twelve hundred horsepower. Or something yeah, like that. some uh, of the some of the other gear, but they got like two. They got two like flavors. They got mm-hmm. the one that's like fifteen. They got a two thousand. Right. Yeah. So, right. But you, you're looking at you know five to eight eighty five hundred dollars. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy, I but I bought mine. But you had yours for ten years. Uh. Let's see, actually, twenty years. Damn. Uh, yeah, Joe really? White was a distributor back then. Oh, Joe mm-hmm. White. So he Joe got White me a good deal again. on yeah. one. Wow. And uh, they're literally almost twice as much now as when I bought mine. So you had that that long, yeah. So I mean, that, yeah. like you said, you had the four old sixty, four old eighties. You know, some uh-huh. of the Fords got the four seventy Ws. Those are like late right. model overdrive. Yeah. People retrofit those in yeah. there. So I would not recommend sense. a four old sixty to anybody no. at this. Well, unless you bulletproof it, but I tried. And yeah. Second gear, bye bye. Three times. <laughs> really? Was, yeah. Is that the weak point? Yeah. Second gear. Um, Second There's there's some things in there that um, that just they yeah. don't hold up. There was a lot of problems with the with the servo. Um, yeah, they they're they're weak. A lot of people were like going back to the Corvette servo. I had an aftermarket one. It didn't do too well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I twisted the uh, input shaft on the second run, second time around. Um, the third time I broke. Uh, it was an aftermarket sprag. It broke. Just, it just no. That doesn't sound like fun. No, it it, it, <laughs> yeah. it came out, and I had I had the car for three years, but like I said, you just chunk it and get it, put eighty I, in there. I guess I, every time I would pull it out, I would find something that would break in it, and yeah, they're weak. Just, yeah, they're I'm weak. like, man, I think I was so close. I had it built, and it, as a matter of fact, it's still sitting, and I lent it to a buddy. Yeah. My, a complete B and M built Turbo three hundred and fifty with all the good stuff in it. Yeah, and. Um, because I was this close to, I'm like, I'm done with this stupid thing. Yeah. I was about to put that in there, and, and I never did. But Yeah, I, I'm not I a just, fan of mm. uh, pulling transmissions. <laughs> just, no, they're not easy. Well, it's it's not the, on those. Not the, on you know, I, I have, you know, you go look at that, you know, you look in the TV shows, right? Yeah. People got lists. Oh, yeah, but, man, we didn't have lists, man. We're on yeah. the ground. Like, uh, we, even yeah. with lists, it's just, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. just not, yeah. that's not what I like to do on Saturday afternoon. I hear you. Speaking of that, there was a short period of time that, uh, we ran a what was called a clutch flight oh, yeah, behind yeah. a Hemi. Yeah, it's an automatic it's a, with it's a three-speed automatic. But it has it's basically clutches. a 727 with a clutch. Yeah, interesting. And but the that thing, as you can imagine, so you're so you're launching this Hemi with a 60-pound flywheel <laughs> at 8,000 RPM, dumping a clutch on that, and it it yeah. Those were on and get, off transmissions, pretty much. The, the, on, the transmission on. was actually a very good. It just was it never was slinging clutches or something. Or? It was just never designed to yeah. take that kind of beating. I can remember Dad. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. he would 
I can just remember snap rings flying. He'd take that thing apart in the yeah. garage, you know, and I, there was hundreds of pieces. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how he knew how to put that thing back together, but he did every time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, I, I'm going to, I've been trying to get a, a friend of mine to, to come on the show. He, he's one of the, the, one of the, one of the top transmission guys out here, and, and he would put all the transmissions to use on the street. Yeah. But uh, he is just, He's got so much in his head, he can pretty much tell you, oh, I know why that thing, you know, because he knows right. exactly. So I've been trying to get him in. He knows a lot about that Those stuff. guys are few yeah. and far between. Yeah, transmission guy. Yeah. 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 So he, if, if you want to know what's the weak point in any one of those transmissions, he'll tell you right off the bat. That's cool. This is what you need to change if you want that. But I yep. wouldn't recommend you get that transmission because it's shit, you know. Yeah. But, he, uh, yeah, if, if I get him on, um, I definitely will ask him about um, – the types of transmissions that were run. One yeah. of the things that they talked about uh, that I had a friend talk about with the hydromatic, the hydro stick from way back in the day, they're still used. That's, in, that's what dad started with. Yeah, in, yeah. In the, in the late 50s, early these are, 60s. These are, these are uh, they were also used in tanks, you know, because they can take yeah, a lot yeah, of power. Yeah, and the gas was running back in the day, they're just really heavy. So what, yeah, heavy one heavy. of the things that really helped him a lot yeah. early on that a lot of guys didn't realize mm -hmm. he was doing was he, the, the first gear in those things was super low. Yeah. Low gears, yeah. Kind of like a Most guys system. didn't yeah. even use it, but he did. But he would he would just <laughs> use it to get it started and then yeah. just jam it in second gear immediately. Nice. So he he literally would still be in a wheelie and he hit it in second and, yeah. and it help it settle down. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of does a slingshot. Yeah. Dude, uh, it's, yeah. Here, here, here's a good, you made a, what you just talked about is that People might not have left in first gear, they may have left in second gear. Right. Right. So like today's technology, mm -hmm. like there's a turbo four hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. They they make they come pro glide. Mm -hmm. But to with people making high horsepower like nitrous cars, instead of leaving in first gear, they leave in second gear. Yeah. Right. Well, they're getting it's, a so it's a, it's, a, it's a turbo four hundred, but it's they use it a two speed. Yeah. Second, third. So I don't they were know. doing don't, that back then. Yeah. I mean, so it's just you, a different you, level. It's just a different way. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that they yeah. just they just have a refined version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what it is. It's just a refined version. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit more modern, but you guys are doing it back then. That's yeah. One of, one of the advantages See, that I had with that with that four that gear is really low too. Yeah. It's a three oh you know three oh six. Right. Yeah, three oh some first gear. Well, yeah. when you put uh, low gears in 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 the car. Um, and you take off in that gear. My, I always had that was my advantage. It's not that the car, the motor was all this and all that. Yeah. It was just that that gear would just yeah, get you out of jump home. me yeah, out of the hole so fast. Yeah. Well, good luck trying to catch me because you know it's going to take you some power now to yeah. get me. And it was like a slingshot when it go into second gear. And yeah. you can't do that with a turbo 400. You definitely can't do yeah. it with a turbo 350. But when you kind of combine it, so yeah, I know what buy, yeah. your dad was yep. doing. Yeah. That, um, and like the, the the power that people are making nowadays, yeah. right? The, you know, the, it's, you know, people are like, man, I just blow tires, I blow tires. Yeah. You know, with the help of suspension yeah. parts now, shock. But people are like, oh shit, we're gonna go, we're gonna leave a second gear now. Yeah. Boom, right. boom, boom, mm -hmm. and it just, you know, yeah, major sixties. You launch, you're not breaking tires, it's, it's hooking. So, yeah, um, just tone it down a little just bit. Just tone it down. Just mm -hmm. take, the, you know, control yep. your power. But yeah. so that's it. That's probably been going around, in, you know, with 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 that transmission. Now you got lockup converters now in the race. Yeah. So that's that's a whole other thing. So that's yeah. Oh yeah, they got traction control traction built control. in. It's, it's but it's like the there. previous guy that we interviewed said. Yeah. Get off the keyboard and do more work to the suspension and the mechanical part of yeah. the car. Right. And and yeah, but with getting this, that half a second on that before yeah. you just with this you're you know, killing power. You yeah. take, I'm gonna take power. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
do this other stuff. You can put power if you fix it. You know, so right. the 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 where where suspension parts are at now, or back then I should say mm-hmm. back then to where they are now, it's 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 three hundred sixty. It's like a world difference. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. buy quality stuff, and you can you can put as much power as you want to yeah. anything if everything's dialed in right. So yeah, uh, guys like Santuff, you know, have, yep. have uh, really developed the shot. Oh, that that oh, that start he started it, man. Yeah. He's yeah. one of he's yeah. the innovators of, yeah. of that the yeah. dual valve. The, the rebounds. I mean, he yeah, he's man. We're gonna have. I him took on. I took those uh those Afcos off of you that you had. And oh yeah. I put mm-hmm. them in into the F body. Yeah. Just going to the clicks, and I know I know a lot about my car, how it used to handle, it, and so mm-hmm. I uh, you know, just putting putting the adjustments on those shocks. Oh, dude. I learned something. I'm like, man, wow, this is. I mean, it just breakthrough. It's, yeah. Uh, fun. And that's what it takes. Yeah. I used to have some old. Um, uh, what were they? There were some. Uh, they were double adjustable. They were yeah. they weren't a great brand. Uh, anyway, when I took those off and I put my Afcos on, man, yeah, I can just make a one click, yeah. two clicks. Yeah, man, car it, turns into a different uh, yeah. setting. <laughs> no, they're, they're shocks. Yeah, sure. a lot, a lot yeah. of, lot of, lot of innovation in the shocks and suspension. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy the way you guys talk about that transmission because, you know, everybody has their say uh, yeah. about what works and whatnot. But yeah. If you got a track that's hooking, by all means, you can put all the power down, low gear, mm-hmm, boom. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing the game, which which a lot of people do, yeah, you know, you can't just go. I'm gonna put all the power in. As a tuner, your dad and yourself, you, you have to know the track, what it would right, take, right, slipping the clutch, you know, whatever, right, you know, that time. So that's that's the tuning part. Yeah, that's the, the tuning aspect. I mean, uh, back uh, until until the mid '70s, Dad hung on to running. Uh, injectors for that very reason for the drivability Mm -hmm. he knew he was giving up 15 20 horsepower to uh, to dual dominators right Mm -hmm. right, but they were still running on on a lot of tracks that were not so good right right. so with injectors he could drive the car off the line he could feather it more and this is gas or alcohol gas Gas. so he's a gas inject a mechanical injection to oh he's a yeah he He's a Hilburn guy. He knew he knew Hilburn's. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, that, that's a yeah. that's an art by itself. You have yeah. to. But he could launch. You know, like if the track is kind of yeah. slick, he'd move the weight back to the back. Uh, See, he'd launch at five thousand instead of seven or eight. Drive it Control. out of the hole. I think you can't dad, do that with two dominators. Yeah. It's all dad, or nothing. It's either <laughs> out, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, what I was gonna say is I think that your dad at at this age, uh, day and age, where gassers are making a big comeback and there's yeah. a, there's a, an option for you to run mechanical or yeah. carburation i think your dad will probably dominate in the mechanical uh with the mechanical injection because there's not that many tuners that know how to tune with yeah. gas yeah uh, it's a little more temperamental and yeah. and but if, you know with the career yeah he him, he used to have a lot of guys a lot of his own competitors come yeah. ask him for to help, help yeah. you know because <laughs> you know and, and he would you know he just yeah because they were they weren't even in the ballpark, yeah. you know. Because those things can they <laughs> can make in. you pull the your finicky, hair man. out. Yeah, that's, that's yeah like I said, the I weather change yeah. it works good, and yeah. just like a degree or the humidity goes like. Yeah. Run, you know, so my job, out. even I mean, as early as nine or ten years old, was to put the warm up pill in. Oh wow! When we got to the track, yeah. warm the engine up, and then change, it. change it out to the race pill, and the barrel valve, right? Yep. There. Wow. I'm, I'll, I'm gonna bring you my mechanical intake so you can oh, just yeah, check yeah. it out. I got one just because I was so interested in, in mm-hmm. what they had to do. Yeah. Uh, 
it's I mean definitely if I ever put her on something um you know I'll, I'll bring you over I'll bring you over yeah. and just so we can hear this thing yeah. uh yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah. it's a unique uh, he, he he knew him uh he even had a he had a match race with uh Don Nicholson mm-hmm. Dino Don yeah. at Houston uh, that's that was in the AFX days. Mm-hmm. The AFXers were just coming out. That was yeah. what that was the what two, funny cars yeah. were. Yeah. And Dino Don had an AFX uh, that ran, you know, on uh, nitro. Yeah. And of course, Dad was just running to be altered, you know. Right. But that the guy that Nicholson was supposed to match race mm-hmm. was, didn't show up. Yeah. So they oh, asked Dad if he would fill in. Yeah. So he threw in. Uh, some different nozzles on his injectors mm-hmm. and ran 10% nitro. <laughs> See, you don't want to just change it unless you really know what you're doing. Took two out of three, too. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. <laughs> I mean, that, that, there aren't many people yeah. that know about that. No. That, that, was, that was amazing to yeah. me. But, was, well, for him to be able to make a, a you know, on the well, fly it, change like that yeah. and be... On and, the fly. It's like, yeah. yeah. He, had, he obviously had to know what the... The consequences would have been, but he yeah, knew. No, he I mean, knew. He, yeah, he called. He, knew, and, he yeah. called and got help. I mean, he asked people that ran nitro. You know, what you know, what percent do I need to run? Mm-hmm. How much extra, extra fuel, fuel do I need yeah, to put in, yeah. and so forth. Uh, but but he said about- he said that was like. Uh, he said that nitro was like <laughs> a train hitting me in the ass. <laughs> Dude. He said, when I let the clutch out, yeah. he said, he it's said awesome. it was a different, it's yeah. like, it was like it had a hundred horsepower more. Yeah. I mean, that's just like nitro. I yeah. love it when you're at the the Nationals yeah. and you hear the, the funny cars and they start up on that regular fuel and then you hit that valve yeah. and it just starts popping. <laughs> and and like, sm- after, after a while, the atmosphere yeah. gets you, either you're going to get oh, a headache or you're going to say, it's just, this, this is cool, but uh, it, it's I, you know, just I'm, when that motor starts crackling, yeah. popping, you know, yeah. oh yeah, they do that. There's something in there. Like, okay. And when you're really close at Little River by the by the by the tower, yeah. and you're standing right there by by the line, and you start hearing that noise, the it, the car just gets it just sounds violent. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, uh, it is violent. Until violent. the smell yeah. passes to you, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a man. violent, that's a violent burn, yeah. violent combustion, yeah. man. It's just yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, what are we doing here? Well, speaking of nitro, yeah. um, the last couple of years we were at Indy, there were guys that were. Um, playing with it they were putting a little bit of nitro in the oil what when they would get into the final rounds yeah because the vapors from the nitro would find their way into the combustion chamber oh that's how they're getting (laughs) (laughs) for every rule there's a rule to be broken yeah nobody said you couldn't add it so they were also when they were willing to go past the range and hit that cylinder you get that little bit more Ain't that some shit? <laughs> they pick up, they pick up four or five hundreds, but oh. and, they'd, course, and then and then when tech comes, inspect they were, it, yeah, they can't they can't find nothing. Right? Of course, they yeah, were risking the lubrication part of their yeah. engine. But you know, these, well, it's uh, just the final round, just one more, one more, one more round. Yeah. That's all they needed, right? And then dump the oil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, they used to always say that if you saw green flames, you know, at the uh, line, if the if the if the flame color changed. Yeah. And you're not a, you're not supposed to be running it, but if you notice the well, color, I can kind of see that. Yeah, either I mean, you either you run at the end and try and catch them before they dump it, or they're probably going to run out of fuel or something. Yeah. But uh, or the or they get the oil out. But uh, that was one way that they could tell, and it, yeah. people would get into like an argument over. over right, stuff I can like see that. that so. Of course, yeah. that is one thing that 
NHRA definitely has improved on over the years is the, yeah. 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 No, I mean, even back, you know, in the 80s, yeah. it was very strict. They had people line, they had people waiting on us at the finish mm -hmm. line. They would escort us to the scales, yeah. weigh the car, take a fuel sample. Uh, everything was sealed, like you, you couldn't touch was, anything. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you, but because you, you're in the world of today's stuff uh, in more depth, these turbo guys because they run alcohol it wasn't the word around there for a little bit a few years back that some of these guys were maybe putting a little bit into it ah uh, well like so like if you're running like straight m1 you know alcohol which a lot of people do just mm -hmm. people figured out the tunes on the turbos you know they don't have to run a cool charge right it's it, it makes power yeah. but it's not street friendly but uh i don't know if that's a, was that an actual thing but because yeah. uh you know, M1 is M1. I mean, yeah. there's no cutting it or nothing. It's just straight alcohol, right? It's, it's, right. it's M1. But and that's what the, makes the, it Yeah, with. and there, there's, there's, no, there's no rules against it. I mean... What is uh, M1? Is that so it's basically alcohol. It's uh, BP is called is, M1. Is it methanol or...? or? It's, it's alcohol. No, it, it is methanol. Yeah. It's methanol-based. Okay. So that's why I call it M1, right? So, uh, methanol, yeah. But it's, it's, it's methanol and it's methanol-based. So people run them on the turbo cars to help the spool and, you know, you know, uh, right. they don't need a big old intercooler, right? It's a cool right. charge. Uh, so people figured it out, and they run it, and they make and it makes power. Yeah, uh, right. a lot of people do the E85, right? E85 right. is the thing that's because that's more street friendly. Right. Uh, the cost. The other thing with M1 compared to like racing fuel, yeah, it's the cost, right? M1 is. I mean, you look in the range of regular, you know, racing fuels like 18 a gallon. Right. Uh, M1 is like you know I think five or eight, or seven or eight or something. E85 is, you know, whatever pump gas is. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I had heard some uh, guys had, you know. What was it, like, as far as, like, them trying to, uh, trying to get like a little, cheat the system to and get ahead? I mean, it's not really cheating because there's no rules to it, yeah, but yeah. I thought I had heard that. Uh, some I mean, there may have been some. I haven't heard nothing, but, like I said, yeah. typically um, there's no, there's no uh, like, rule against it. No, there's not. Yeah, so I you, just you wonder how the, how the motor, you know, what the results are after... Just you like, do experiment uh, with it. Just like every turbo, like, alcohol vehicle, if you're in, yeah. you know, it's, it's the general maintenance. you got to maintenance. You can't, alcohol's yeah. going to run past your rings. Because you, know? you can run, just just to put it, just because we're talking on it, you can run a percentage, you know. Uh, it doesn't have to be like, right, you cut the, it. it's not like you're running the whole tank of, you know, right. there's a percentage that you can put into it, and each percentage will increase your power until your motor says kablooey right so yeah. um i guess well, well, methanol is pretty you can do five percent ten percent twenty i don't know what the, the, the well, well, you know nitro the that's one thing like say yeah, yeah. you, you got to know how to work that nitro yeah, you always see those guys Cause I, I, I have seen guys at little river yeah. if they run like straight alcohol like there's a friend of mine you know mm -hmm. he had a pro mod and it was a big high helix 1471 i i think it was a big supercharger but yeah they used to cut it uh, they used to put like a small percentage of nitro in it, and yeah, just to give them some more. Hmm. Yep, little kick. Yeah, a little kick, but yep. uh, but like the E85, you know, M1 guys running like turbo stuff. There's there's no M1 is straight. You just dump it in this M1. Right. It's just straight. I don't know. What the I'm sure it comes down to air yeah. fuel ratio. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, no, they, they, absolutely. Each, they, each combination has a happy point. Computer, yeah. you can see it, read it. Well, yeah, it. that's the beautiful thing about doing data logs and data logging. You can data log it. Right. Like, uh, pump gas is, you know, wide open 12, 5, 12, 7. Right. M1 E85, it's a lot more cooler burn, so it's like 9. Or whatever right. Maybe. So 
it's and every engine is different. Those every every engine is different. Every some are different. more efficient. Yeah, some are more efficient. Some are going to have a different number. It's just where you make more power. Right. Mine actually likes plugs. to be on the leaner side. It likes to be more like 13.1, 13.2. So, but that's where it's happy. As long as you check the yep. plug, the plug is happy. So okay. there is no, there is no <laughs> correct yeah. AFR. It's just the yeah, one, it's just the number. The one yeah. that your engine yeah. likes. Yeah, and that, it, uh, AFR is ever like, well, you got to be around this length. Well, every yep. engine is different. <laughs> I've seen point, some of them want to be as rich as you know 12 12 1 you know and, and they're still happy right right yeah yeah that's so crazy I, I i dig the data logging right that's that's the it's just a tool I'm, it's just a it's, a it's tool. just something to help you uh streamline the process yep. is all yeah, it is yeah. Yeah. it's a nice tool and it's so, good yeah dino is the same way you know because let's face it they don't all read the same you know and so you can't compare numbers how well ventilated the dang room is too that'll that, not that's talk. that's one of the factors yeah, yeah but you, you know you just can't the dyno really should be used as a uh, tuning tool yep. to make improvements. You know, you, you get this number and then you make a change. Yeah, how did you it change? Get it. You know? Your dad back in the day, um, we're getting into to the end yeah. of the rep, but I'd have to ask, there's just so many questions I can always ask you. Yeah. Can, well, I mean, we can turn into part two. Uh, was there what kind of how did it work for a dyno? Did you even dyno? Was there a dyno availability back then to you guys? It was more of a rare So, uh, the first dyno that I can remember having access to yeah. was probably in the 81, 82, right in wow. there. Uh, there were some around, but we didn't, you know, we didn't have access to them. Wow. Uh, and even then, in the early 80s, they were, there weren't a whole lot of them, uh, but, you know, we had uh, the, the uh, machine shop that sponsored us had one. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I remember the first time that I was in one. Yeah. Uh, the thing that got my attention that just blew me away mm -hmm. was how much crap I could hear in the engine. Because <laughs> it was muffled. Because you know, yeah. they, they, they had the exhaust yeah. running in mufflers and then, God, it sounded like it was going to fall apart. You could hear all the <laughs> rocker arms and chain lifters and just, oh can, my can God. You, uh, can, uh, you, can you understand what he's talking about? Because you've been oh, next yeah, to yeah, the yeah, dyno yeah, right yeah. there. You, you, you hear it. And, and the thing is, when, when, when a guy's making a pull on a dyno, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, I got used to it eventually, yeah, but I mean, the first you, time it was like, because you don't hear that at the yeah, racetrack. Yeah, because they, they put that load on and they're like, wide open, then you hear yeah. that motor. They put that brake on it. Yeah. And then, then the yeah. motor just comes around. Yeah. It's like, you know, and, you know, especially if it's your motor. But you're right. Like yeah, I said, you, you, you're right. You can hear all the clatter, the valve, the valve moving. It's like, yeah, is that right? But, and yeah, in, in the dyno, like I said, you, 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 you should make changes because you should, when they're making a pull, it's, the goal is to get more horsepower. Yeah. yeah. Make a jet change, you know, timing, you know. Mm -hmm. the there's different, the valve, yeah, there's different that ways show. that, you know. Yeah. There's different approaches to you can do flash pulls. Uh, you can right. have different pull rates, right, you know, right, 300 right. RPM, 600, yeah. and so forth. It depends on what you're trying to um, accomplish. The and, RPM level, right? And, yeah. You know, in, in our form of racing, the what they call recovery was super yeah. important. When you drop it into the next gear, you want your engine to recover. You want it. You don't want yeah, it. You to don't want that big RPM fall on its face. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I got you. That it needs to handle that that change right. you know uh, so the better engines and it they, gives you an idea just, as to where to set your shift points yeah, yeah. Um, well yeah. yeah that too like say yeah the if you're running a converter or if you're running a clutch whatever you know you want that rpm range or rpm window to be more tighter yeah mm -hmm. for recovery you don't want to wow, wow and then 
and right. then recover yeah. back up. You, you know, so see some engines also accelerate better than others. They they might make the exact same horsepower right across the curve, but some yeah. will accelerate better than others. Oh, big crank motor. And those are just those. Slow. What those are, are more efficient engines. Those yeah. are engines, and you can't really measure that on a dyno. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's why y'all like that boss because it, it was like a zing you know it was yeah it would climb it, so easy it yeah it just like i said when you drop it in the next gear some engines just respond better than others <laughs> you know um what are your thoughts on a big block buck a big block on a well uh, you've been in the engine dyno room uh, uh you know I've, you know i've 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 i was a small block guy for a long time yeah I mean, everybody, everybody knows that but i was a small block guy chevy long time and then um you know uh 406 434 right yeah i mean good low in power you don't have to zing it up so high it just depends on what you want to do and then when i got the big block yeah it was uh it was a different ball game i mean yeah. it, it's when you, when you start looking at how much money you got to pull into a small block to make that horsepower to where you got to put in a big block big block you don't have to put nowhere just near yeah. the small block so it's like okay yeah that makes some more sense so uh i I've been in big block for about ten years. Yeah, right up until but uh, dyno pulls. You know, there's nothing like a small block zinging on a dyno that just like makes you like happy. It's like you know, ooh, that's pretty. <laughs> so uh, on a dyno, small yeah. block. But I'm a you know, I, I, I big block just big delivers. Block, big block here's, just delivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it, it all comes down to. I mean, the sound is nice and everything, but yeah, the sound. average horsepower is wh where it's, it's at. Yeah, you know, I hear so you. you that's. Primarily that's, when you're in class racing, because you know it's, yeah. it's a. Well, anyway, I guess you know where you go. So. Yeah. I mean, that, look at the pro stock engines. I mean, they're 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 unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable what they're doing. First of all, they run a very they run a very uh, low deck block. Um, yeah. Short stroke, so they have a stroke basically like wow. a 350 Chevy. Yeah. They got a huge bore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're, they're like a 499 500 cubic inch, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, whatever they yeah. Are. Zinging them up, uh, super light pistons. Yeah, um, everything about them is just on the edge and perfect. What's the cubic inch? Five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah, they're, they're five hundred cubic inch. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're what they zing. They're eleven, ten. They're they're making right at three horsepower per cubic inch. Oh, oh. They're so making, that's impressive. They're right. making between four, fourteen fifty and fifteen hundred. Yeah, wow. in a. Uh, and their, you know, their 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 range is from probably I'm guessing eighty eight hundred to ninety eight hundred. Wow. I think they're I think they are I think their rev limiter is ten five. If I'm not mistaken. What degree That's, heads do they have? Y'all guys know? I I I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't know if they're you conventional. They got to be some angled. I I don't know. Some I, crack I, I don't know. What's that? The, the the degree of the of the oh, head. heads are exotic. They're, yeah, I'm sure yeah, they got some they're, angle. They're, they're not only yeah, they're not only low angle valves, but they're uh, twisted chambers, <laughs> and they're uh, yeah. That's probably where all the magic. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why I asked. That's a lot of it for yeah, sure. Yeah. And then, and it's the whole thing. It's the whole package. I mean, yeah. their valve train's ridiculous. They have these springs that look like the springs on your front end. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That'd be cold spring. Yeah. Yeah. Titanium. Cold what, are they, I wonder, what are they made out of? I'm, gonna uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the valves are titanium yeah, lightweight. Yeah. I, I'm sure the... It's yeah. just a high-grade steel. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. shit you can't get a hold of. Yeah. Just oh, you can get it. You just get oh, it. Right. You gotta pay for it. it. I'll look at my wallet. I'll look at my wallet. But, uh, well, cool deal, man. Like I said, uh, 
I, it's almost where we could probably keep going. Like I said, yeah. we could, we're probably going to no. have you on again. I mean, if you I'm don't sure mind, we're probably going to invite you back dinner. again. Uh, yeah. A lot of good information. I, I, like the, I like the history. Yeah. Uh, I like all the information that myself and I'm sure everybody else is probably yeah. going to agree. They probably didn't, wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have some technical, uh, you know, technical questions. We're yeah. gonna ask the, the stuff that um, that will put a listener uh, with one ear open, and it'll make them question, "What did I just listen to? Yeah. Do I need to look into it some more?" I didn't know yeah. that, you know, some stuff yeah. like that. And that's why I'll, I'll no, ask the questions that that will that will. Uh, oh yeah. Only no. a guy like you would be able to answer because a street level guy is never gonna know yeah. what it's yeah. like to be in the NHRA uh, doing. Yeah, things. and I don't even attempt to right. talk. You know, oh, yeah. I can tell yeah. when there's a guy that is from my era, or you know, <laughs> yeah. then I can yeah. talk to him. But yeah. otherwise, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you're it's, just yeah. wasting your time. Right. But, yeah, yeah and, and like I said, all the knowledge is like. And, and the other thing that got me, like I keep saying, well, what you guys were doing back then, it's, I mean, they're doing it now. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just, just refined. Yeah, it's just refined, refined yeah. and you know, they they definitely have made improvements. And you know, kudos. I mean. I, yeah, it, a lot of the stuff's very impressive for sure. But I'm proud that we were there to uh, pioneer it, yeah. you know, yeah. and and give them a good base to to work yeah, off yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, that's that's well, you, you guys definitely gave me an interest early on, about 15 years ago, <laughs> and I just kind of wanted to know where did this stuff come from in Austin. It had to come from some high school somewhere, and and there must have been a group somewhere. And yeah. so I love bringing you guys on, you know, when you talk about your dad, uh, just the experiences that you went through as, as through your childhood, knowing um, most 70 percent of your life was yeah. was just that living and, and, and breathing it. Uh, yeah. Guys today, um, you know, they'll say, oh, man, I, I live and breathe this shit. Well. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's yeah. been doing it most of his life, and he says, Dad's still there. No, there's um, there's only one guy that I personally have seen mm -hmm. that would thrash as hard as my dad, yeah. and that was Bob Glidden. Right, yeah. and I would put your dad right up there, even yeah. or or higher. Um, yeah, he, they, yeah. I I saw the same look in his face and eyes when he worked. Yeah, as my dad, and just the same, you know, driven. Yeah ferociousness just yeah. uh, uh and and you know there are other guys too like you know warren johnson you yeah. know just uh you know, jenkins those guys they're yeah. just yeah. hardcore hardcore they they lived and breathed it man I, I, well i'm definitely gonna go home today with a nice smile <laughs> this oh, yeah. they always it's always like we say oh this was a great well, I, show. I appreciate you guys yeah. having me because yeah. well, like I, I always like talking car especially Thank when you. i can go back you know well, I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank like you so it. much. Yeah, thanks for coming out. And uh, again, we, yeah. we may ask you back for just a recap. Oh, yeah. Because there's oh, so definitely. much other yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. If cover. nothing else, I'll come spectate. Yeah. As long as you have beverages. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not a show. The only reason why I don't do a beverage is because I got to drive back. And I'm like, damn it, you know. Uh, uh, no, I say anytime, like I said, uh, yeah. I appreciate it. You got anything yeah. to wrap up? Uh, no man, we just want to bring you back on. Yep. We're gonna okay. we're gonna keep 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 you on the, on on the roller deck, uh, vintage drags. We're gonna definitely see you. Oh yeah, vintage uh, drags. Uh, we're yeah. gonna take some photos. Yeah. So by, we, I, we're telling everybody, everybody that's come on here, we're looking at bringing everybody back. Uh, it, you know, another another yeah, turn cycle, by yeah. December. You awesome. Know? Yeah. Um, so 
there, I know there's always something new. I may run into you at a car show the next time around, yep. and uh, and we'll have something to talk about then. And so uh, definitely, you're going to be one of the regulars. Yep, yep, Everybody yep, yep. who's been on here, you guys listening, uh, you guys will be what makes this show happen. Without That's you guys, it. without you guys, this is really be. not a show. And That's Trey, right. you just joined the list and uh, yep, the family yep. of guys that keep sitting down here and awesome yeah man us, good uh, thanks for having me stuff. awesome man we appreciate it well guys we're gonna wrap it up next, next time see you next see have you guys. a good one bye peace